0: Welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast with your hosts, Melinda and Scott Jennison from Streamline Property Buyers, your local Brisbane property specialists.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Brisbane Property Podcast. My name's Scott Jennison. I'm the Acquisitions Manager here at Streamline Property Buyers. Um, Just wanted to, um, obviously today with the market moving here in Brisbane, we're going to break things down a little bit and help people understand what your money actually buys.
0: It is a very interesting topic and welcome back everybody to the Brisbane Property Podcast. I am Melinda Jennison, Managing Director here at Streamline Property Buyers and we often get questions from potential clients wanting to understand what their money will buy and the biggest frustration for a lot of buyers at the moment in Brisbane is that most sales listings do not have a price. And therefore, when you are shopping for a new home or an investment property, there is often quite a difference between what your money will buy and what your expectations might be in terms of what you expect your money to buy. And so we're going to really break down some of those barriers today to help you understand more about what uh, a median value might show versus what the reality is of what that median value price might provide for you.
1: Yeah, and I, I think it's it's always good for people to understand. Um, we do get people to reach out here at Streamline Property Buyers to chat to us, and we're we're very open when we talk to people about you know what what they can afford um, with the budget they have. So obviously, if you've spoken to your, your broker or your bank and and you've got an idea of what your budget is, obviously you need to understand what you can buy because the market is moving and it has been moving month on month. um, Now for quite a few months, I believe. Um, And it's it's getting away from some people. So they might think that they've got a budget for a certain property and they start to shop and obviously they're missing out and they're missing out. And the more you miss out, the more it's probably going to cost you um, because that market keeps on moving up and you're missing out on those opportunities. So you really need to understand what your budget will buy so that you shop in the right locations for the right type of product um, to match what you're looking for. So I mean, Greater Brisbane has moved quite a bit.
0: It certainly has. And obviously, our Market Update podcast episodes will provide further clarity on the magnitude of price movement here in Brisbane over recent months. But certainly, both in the townhouse unit segment of the market and also in the housing segment of the market, the trajectory of prices is still upward here in Brisbane We've actually broken down at a median value level for all of Greater Brisbane, uh, how much price growth is happening on a month by month basis. So right now, to the end of September, according to CoreLogic data, the median value for a house in all of Greater Brisbane is sitting at $848. $1,000, $680. So that is the price that you will pay for um, the middle property that has been sold in the most recent month. Now, remembering, and I have addressed this in recent podcasts or, or plenty of podcasts in the past, a median value is a reflection of the middle property value that has sold. So every property that's sold in the last month is ranked from the lowest value property through to the highest value property. And the median is simply the middle score. So a median is actually subject to what we call compositional bias. What actually sells can influence the, excuse me, the median value, uh, upward or down. For example, in some locations where you might have a lot of brand new housing stock coming into a market, that can significantly shift a median value upward. A lot of buyers or inexperienced property commentators might see that as a reflection of price growth. However, um, that's a reflection of what is actually selling, not true price growth. And that's the difference between really understanding what the data is telling you and purely looking at data on face value. So that's the, the housing segment of the market. And um, remembering this data is for all of Greater Brisbane, yep. and again, in the past, we've talked about you know what CoreLogic data uh, is made up of in Greater Brisbane, and that is everything in Southeast Queensland except for the Gold Coast and the Sunshine Coast. It's a huge geographical location, and you must understand that what is happening in one part of Greater Brisbane might be very different to what is happening in another part of Greater Brisbane. So we're going to really focus in on what is happening or or some of the median values in Brisbane City Council region today and some suburbs in Brisbane City Council region because what's happening in the inner and middle ring locations is often quite different to what's happening in the outer ring locations. So that's the sort of broad uh, perspective of what we're going to provide today.
1: So as 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 Melinda's mentioned there, when we talk about Greater Brisbane, um, and we will keep reminding you about this, um, because Greater Brisbane is is such a big footprint. So the median price for for houses in Greater Brisbane, 848680, unit prices 539,169. Obviously in our market updates will give you all this information as well. And, and the growth in that in the last month, um, you, you're talking about the unit prices. That's an increase of around $3,252. Every week. Every week. Every week. Sorry. And then houses, 4108
0: Every week. That's the latest rate of growth. So as Scott's pointed out, the unit median value across all of Greater Brisbane, 539169 That is for both units and townhouses. Anything under a body corporate scheme here in Brisbane is classified under the unit data for CoreLogic. So it does include that uh, townhouse type of product as well. And as we've rightly pointed out, because of the rate of growth and the magnitude of growth that has been occurring in Brisbane, houses and units have both been growing at a much faster pace than what most individuals would be able to save uh, in their take-home income. So when you're looking at weekly price movement at a median value level of $4,108 for a house and median price movement of $3,252 for a unit, that is a significant shift in the value of properties on a week by week basis. And this is what we have now been seeing consistently over the last three to four months here in Brisbane. We've had nine months of positive growth and CoreLogic are now predicting that Brisbane will reach a new peak sometime in October this year.
1: So basically on that, in that median price, as we're talking about that 848, say roughly 850, you've just over $4,000 a week you need to save. So providing you can save that out of your take-home income, um, that's the sort of money you need to actually save. And that's the median price for Greater Brisbane. When we break this down and we we break it down into different areas, you know, your your blue-chip sort of areas around that early ones, even to 1.4, 1.5, that sort of, so obviously that's going to go up. So you need to understand the difference then when we start to get into different areas um, and we do location selection, um, not in all of Greater Brisbane, but bring it in a bit tighter to the more blue chip sort of areas.
0: So if you're wanting to understand the true rate of market uh, appreciation in Brisbane, our market update podcast will provide that information for you. And then if you understand the property price that you're shopping at, then you can apply that rate of growth to that price to understand what is the opportunity cost of delaying your decision to buy um, in the market that you're looking to purchase into. Because obviously, if you're looking at a $2 million property type or a $2 million home, and the market's growing at uh, 1.3 or 1.4% per month. You can do the maths to work out the opportunity cost of delay in that regard. Because obviously, if the market's moving at that rate and your budget's $2 million, that's a significant shift on a month by month basis. What I will say, though, before we get down to some suburb level specifics, is when we are talking to clients about what their money will buy in a specific location. We always talk about the four components that make up the value of a property. And these are the four things that every buyer needs to consider uh, to understand how they would rank their priorities in terms of what they're willing to compromise on. The first is price. Obviously, if you're willing to pay more, you will get more, a better location, a better home, a larger home, a larger block of land. That is obviously, you know, that goes without saying. Uh, But for most individuals, price is going to be capped. There's going to be a specific budget that most buyers are shopping with. And that may be a, a predetermined amount that the bank has set as your maximum borrowing capacity, or it may be a comfort level, which is an amount that you have determined your most comfortable spending on the property. Price is the first thing. Then we talk about location. And location matters because the value of land on a per square metre basis is significantly different across different suburbs and different locations throughout all of Greater Brisbane. For example, a 400 square metre block of land in a blue chip location four kilometres from the Brisbane CBD will be worth significantly more than a 400 square meter block of land in a new estate in parts of greater Brisbane, which may be in the Morton Bay Shire, the Ipswich Shire, the Logan Shire, or the Redlands Shire. So that goes without saying that the value of land per square meter will vary depending on where you are purchasing. So location also matters. Quality. Now, this is a big one that a lot of people um, don't understand the difference that quality can make to the purchase price. To buy a three-bedroom, two-bathroom, double-lock-up garage car in a specific location um, for a specific budget, the one thing that you may need to um, compromise on is quality. And what that means is you may not get the very best finishes if you're wanting to stay in a particular location that you don't want to uh, compromise on the size of the home and your budget is fixed. Then it's the quality lever that we can change. And obviously, quality is something that scares a lot of people at the moment. We're seeing some discounted properties still when there's work to do, when A builder needs to be engaged to do some significant heavy lifting in terms of renovation and improvement works. Those properties are still uh, less favorable than the properties that are ready to move into. So quality matters in determining part of, you know, those uh, compromises that a buyer might be prepared to make. And the final lever that we discuss with all of our clients is size. That is land size as well as property size. Obviously, the larger the home in a given location, the more expensive it is going to be. And the opposite is also true depending on the quality. So these are the four things that we always discuss with our clients to determine what are they prepared to compromise on to find the type of property that they're looking for, whether that is a home or an investment in the location that they're wanting to buy. And if there's no compromise on quality or size or budget, It is the location lever that we need to discuss with those people because you simply cannot create miracles and you simply cannot find something that doesn't exist in a target location if you're not willing to compromise on the quality, the size or the budget that you're prepared to pay.
1: So we'll give some people some ideas. Obviously, the people down south that are, you know, especially the people down south that are looking to move up here into beautiful Queensland um, and get ready for next year when the the Lions and the Broncos um, have a bit of a revenge and make up for their losses this year in the uh, in their premierships. But gives you an idea then of cost and, and what we talk about. Now, the other thing we, we need to remind people, and, and you did touch a little bit on when you were talking there, Melinda, about location. Um, we were at a, a PIPA conference recently, um, which is a Property Investment Professionals of Australia, and one of the speakers in there talked about location, and, and he actually broke it down in a simple way to say that if you're a local, you'll know location. So using someone local knowing these locations and when we talk about these locations we're about to talk now some of the when we talk about median prices and what you actually buy um you know we think what you buy up here in brisbane compared to other capitals you get pretty good bang for your buck what you can actually get but that compromise that you talked about and that location to come back down towards that what we look at sort of medium price now you're really going to compromise probably on on things like being on busy roads or an older type of property and things like that. So it help me understand a little bit more about that. So if we break down a couple of suburbs and we've we've picked just a couple of random ones here. Um, Grange, which is on the north side of Brisbane.
0: So in the suburb of Grange, it's a very popular family friendly suburb. In fact, 76% of the demographic who live there are owner occupiers so it's heavily dominated by people that buy in the area there's some great school catchments so they buy for the schools but they also buy for the lifestyle because it's very close to the Kedron Brook which runs through the northern suburbs of Brisbane so very good for lifestyle very good for bringing up children some very good kindergarten and school options very close by so the median value according to CoreLogic up to the end of September for a house in Grange is $1,480.00 now, I don't know if anyone in the podcast audience has been shopping in Grange just recently. Certainly, over the last two or three months. But when I look at the median value as reported by CoreLogic, and I apply that to what um, that budget would have purchased in Grange just recently, uh, what I can tell you as that is that you would have been buying on a busy main road or a home that needs a lot of work. Yeah. So, for example, um, if you're wanting to live on one of the main thoroughfares through the Grange, which does carry a lot of traffic, um, a five-bedroom, three-bathroom, two double lock-up um, garage um, car, uh, home on 405 square metres would have set you back $1.5 million, but you will have heavy traffic at your doorstep day and night. Um, if you're wanting to do a complete renovation, um, a two-bed, one-bath property in August sold for one. Point three seven million million. So that is what your budget in Grange will buy if you're shopping around that median value of $1.48 million. And this is the big thing that a lot of people simply don't understand. And sometimes, especially for those buyers that are not interstate, that are not local, that don't understand which roads carry traffic, a listing on realestate.com or domain can actually look quite attractive. It can look like there's you know, uh, very little impact on that property. But until you know the local area and you understand how that traffic flows, um, it's very difficult to be able to make an assumption on the value of a property based on uh, not understanding that location.
1: Now it gives you an idea, idea that, and look, Grange is surrounded, you know, Grange, Willston, Windsor, really nice little areas, as you talked about. People looking to, well, one compromise on that busy road um, and put up with that traffic all the time. Um, The other, when you talk about the renovation side of it, you know, you're looking for a renovator of, which is just under that median range, but don't forget your construction costs. Okay. So construction costs, as we know, and everyone's talked about this nationwide, um, what's happened with the construction industry, but from what people probably think um, a renovation will cost, it's construction costs have gone up about 30 to 40%. So you need to make sure you actually know what those costs are going to be. You can't just say, oh, look, we we think we could do about that because that's what we used to renovate for. Um, Those sort of properties, when they're renovated in in these areas, will push up to much, much higher value, which completely blows that median price away. Um, So you also got to understand that when Melinda said 76% of people are owner-occupiers, people will buy into these locations and don't tend to sell too fast. They buy in these locations because they want to live there and they will generally live for a long period of time because it's a good neighbourhood, it's got good schools, it's got access to transport, it's a good lifestyle, and they generally knuckle down and they actually stay there for quite a long time, which means their houses are not selling. So there's not as many houses that will sell in these big areas as well.
0: So if I come back to those four things that we talked about being price, location, quality and size before, and if we're staying in Grange and if we're moving above the median value, so we're now looking at a similar property on a 405 square meter block, which is a five bedroom, three bathroom, double lock up garage style property. If you are now in a quieter pocket of Grange, that type of home would be selling for Um, high ones into the early twos, possibly into the mid twos, depending on the quality. And then if you are looking at a a brand new build that's been specced up on a 405 square meter block of land in Grange in a quiet pocket, you could be paying up to high twos for that type of product. So in the same suburb, you can understand how a difference in the selection of street or location can make such a huge difference to the price that you pay, depending on the quality of the home as well. And so this is where you need to understand the difference and the, the integration of all of these factors before you can make a decision around what a property might be worth.
1: And, and in general land size, as we've talked about previously, in these sort of areas we're talking, you know, you're talking in the 810s or the 405s. Mm-hmm. You don't get a lot of 600s. Um, as you get closer to the city, generally, we've, we had the 405s, double blocks became the 810s. Um, if they can subdivide them, they go back to the 405s. But generally, that's the sort of size of block of land, which is what Linda's talking about when we um, go into those sort of properties as well.
0: Although I will actually go on to say, and this really comes down to local knowledge, is that the city side of Grange will predominantly be your larger 810s and your smaller 405 square metre blocks. Whereas if you're moving into the northern parts of Grange, closer to the Kedron Brook, you'll have a lot of 600 square metre blocks because that's where you'll have a change in land zoning, becomes low density zoning. It's where a lot of the older post-war homes have been purchased, demolished, and a lot of brand new builds have been created. And in that pocket um, and in other pockets of Grange, we have seen uh, homes that have been newly built on larger blocks of land that might be 600 or even slightly more selling into the three mills, certainly up close to the $4 million price point. So again, this is in the same suburb, but depending on the location, the size of the property and the quality of the property, you will have such uh, disparity between the price that you may need to pay.
1: So a little bit different to the 1480000 when we're talking about medium price for an area like, like Grange, for example.
0: And it's no wonder that people get confused um, about what their budget will buy because when they're looking at a median value, it's a reflection of what has sold. And of course, in the last 12 months, we've been through uh, one of the fastest downturns according to median value changes that Brisbane's ever recorded. And equally, we've been through a very rapid recovery over the last nine months back to the point where property prices are now very similar to where they were. Uh, when the interest rates started to increase last year. So very interesting times, but um really important for buyers to understand that the median value is a reflection of what has actually sold in the most recent uh, period that has passed, not necessarily a reflection of what your budget will buy in that particular location.
1: So we'll move out, we'll move out of range and we'll have a look at um, unit townhouse side of things. What we'll do is we'll go in a little bit closer um, from Grange, still on the north side, to Hurston. Um, Hurston's an area near the Royal Brisbane Hospital. Um, There's the QUT precinct. There's the university set up at the the medical area at the um, Royal Brisbane. Um, So quite a popular area. You do get more townhouses, units in this area, Um, not far from um, Ballymore for the rugby and also Vic Park. Um, with the new redevelopment, which is going to happen there shortly.
0: Yeah, look, it's already underway. The Victoria Park Golf Complex has closed its doors to the public golf or the 18-hole golf course that I think it used to operate. Still can get your putt-putt there and a great place to go um, for a meal or a function uh, for very good function centre as well but the parkland itself it has been open for public use and and gradually they will be upgrading that to be a huge redevelopment which is really going to be um, a destination in itself Uh, so Hurston sits right on the border of that and rightly so Scott has also pointed out next to the big Hurston medical precinct as well and also Um, earmarked for the metro, Brisbane metro, will run through to Hurston. So very easy access into the CBD from Hurston already on the Brisbane busway as well.
1: So Hurston itself, then if you look at the unit, uh, median unit value, um, this is all obviously through CoreLogic, $644,000.
0: And this is something that, you know, really can put buyers off one way or another. So a median value of $644,000 for a unit. Remembering, I said earlier, that units, Uh, Data for CoreLogic will also capture townhouses. So we've got two bedroom, one bathroom, one car units grouped in with three bedroom, two bathroom, double lockup, garage, townhouses in the same suburb, all grouped into a median value. Extremely unreliable if you are looking at a median to determine what a property might be worth, um, especially when there's so much what we call compositional bias. You cannot compare a three bedroom, two bathroom, double lockup, garage, townhouse with its own land component with a unit uh, that might actually be a two-bedroom, one-bathroom yep. unit in a complex of 20. So very different types of products and you must understand the different types of products. But also, as we've pointed out previously, you must also understand where in that suburb a property is located to get an indication of what that value or what that property might be worth.
1: So if you look at some properties, and this is this is where we can bounce between the two different ones. So a, a two-bedroom, one-bathroom unit, for example, in in this area, you're probably from what's selling at the moment, you're probably looking at $500,000 upwards um, to get yourself a 2 bed depending on the quality, depending on the location again, um, which is what we talk about. Um, but you're probably looking at $500,000 plus upwards for a two-bedroom, one-bathroom unit.
0: The other thing that's going to depend or determine the price that you will pay is the size of the unit, the floor plan. Obviously, not every two-bedroom, one-bathroom unit is going to be the same size and the quality. So mm-hmm. not... Every original units are going to be a lot cheaper than those units that may have had some renovation over time. Obviously, brand new units that may be selling in a location will also be worth more because you're paying a lot more for the brand new building products. Um, I will say when you move into a second car space in a suburb like this, it does add a lot of value Mm -hmm. to the dwelling itself because... Uh, When you are in these inner city precincts, street parking becomes a lot more difficult. So, there's more value applied to a car park in an inner city location uh, than there is in an area that might be um, 40 or 50 kilometres from the CBD with an abundance of parking space on the street. So, we put a value on that as buyer's agents, of course, and that also does increase the value uh, proposition for any potential buyers
1: you do get a lot of restricted parking in some areas so that's what as you as you're talking there once you start to get closer to the city closer to facilities um, things like that they'll start to become that restriction in parking so having that second car park especially for a two-bedroom unit for example uh, it's quite valuable Um, and then you can and then you look at something like a townhouse okay so if we if we then compare it to a say a three-bedroom two-bathroom one car townhouse you're probably looking at the seven eight probably eight to eight fifty even mark for a townhouse
0: and again depending on the floor plan size and the quality entry level probably around that seven hundred thousand dollar mark some more recent sales that have been up spec a little internally between eight and eight fifty uh but if you're looking at a brand new or very new product that that might have three bedroom two bathroom and double lockup garage on site you're probably then looking closer to 1.5 1.4 to 1.5 million dollars yeah. so again These are similar types of products in the same suburb, but depending on where in the suburb they're located, the size of the building and the quality, it's going to determine what you need to pay. And so when we look at some of these numbers and we reflect back to the unit median value of $644,000, that is only going to buy you probably an upspec two-bedroom, one-bathroom unit. You might get a second bathroom if the quality drops a little bit as well. So again, it's so important to understand what that budget will buy before you actually... Um, you know, start looking in the market
1: now. I hope we're not confusing everyone with all these numbers sort of going everywhere, but you can understand when we talk about a local, the local knowledge and the understanding of the local market. Okay, because these some people will just look at median prices and go, oh, "Look, that's what the median price is. That's what I can afford. Um, I want to go and buy in that area, and that's how much how much money I'm going to need." That's where that local knowledge will come in, and we can un- we know these areas so well. We know what's selling. We know what properties are worth. Um, whether they're on a main road, whether they need renovation, all those types of things. The
0: thing is also, it's not what sold three months ago. It's actually what sold last weekend at auction that becomes most relevant to the current buyers because we are in an appreciating market where values are changing quite rapidly. So we really need to understand what the current market is paying for similar products, not what was paid two or three months ago because the market has shifted potentially three or four percent over the last three or four months. And we need to factor that into any pricing that we would do for our clients.
1: So we're going to jump over on the south side and we're just going to have a look at Camp Hill, Um, really popular area again. We've we've picked a couple of areas that are really popular, obviously, because, you know, families, schools, um, great locations. Again, the owner occupiers, and and as we said previously, when we looked at Grange was 76%, Camp Hill is 72%. So a lot of owner occupiers, again, as you can tell, people get into these areas, they want to live in there, um, whether they're new houses, whether they're renovating, but they will actually buy in there and they will stay in there. And the median price for um, Camp Hill is $1,390,000.
0: So that is a median house price.
1: I'm not sure what you buy at the moment in Camp Hill for that. There's a big range in Camp Hill then. Um, Again, a little bit similar probably to Grange in a way, but you know, you have got properties that are selling at the moment three four million dollars. Mm. Um, some can pick up some city views over that way as well, um, if you're lucky. But that'll obviously that'll push your dollar up. Um, but then, if you get in on a busier road again, you'll be dropping down in some prices.
0: And just to to quote a few of the more recent sales, um, if you are on a busy road and you're shopping in the low one million dollar price. Uh, Point on Stanley Road, you could have picked up a three-bedroom, two-bathroom, one-car property on 607 square meter block of land, so one million and fifty thousand dollars. So, but again, you will be on a busy road. You can never change the location, and we do know, based on transport studies that we look at um, from Infrastructure Australia, that the roads and congestion in Brisbane are getting worse and will continue to get worse as we increase the size of our population and we become more densely populated. Um, if you've got a slightly higher budget uh, for $1,120,000, you might have got a smaller block of land on the same busy road, Stanley Road, but you've got a four bedroom, two bathroom, double lockup, garage, property. Most homes that are going to be on um, sizable blocks for families will be upward of $2 million in this location. So again, if you're looking at a median value and um, you, you start shopping in a location expecting to buy a family home on a 600 square metre block, you're simply going to be shopping well above the budget that you have set for the purchase.
1: So quite a big difference um, when you start to look, and, and as we said, back on that camp hill where 1,390,000 was median, um, you, you're almost at that sitting on a busy road um, on a smaller block of land.
0: Which is exactly what we found when we looked at the the Grange data. Yep. Um, and if you're shopping somewhere between point. million, $1.7 million in Camp Hill. You might get a smaller block with um, a home that that is somewhat newer, certainly not brand new, or you'll get a larger block, but you'll get an old home that might need some work. So again, it's very dependent on the price that you're willing to pay, but also the quality, the size, and the location. And these are the four factors that always come into uh, a purchase and determining the budget that, that you need to put forward for the for the home that you're looking for. We could go through you know a lot more suburbs because we know um a lot of detail about the difference between the median house or unit value and what's actually transacting on the ground but obviously we've run out of time in this episode
1: i think the biggest thing for people to understand is the information that and we obviously bring the market updates every every month um but we do talk about and we say this so many times over and over we are talking about greater brisbane okay it's the local knowledge that we have here locally um With the team here at Streamline Property Buyers, that we we pull everything apart. We know different suburbs and we know those suburbs individually. So Greater Brisbane compared to everywhere individually is a big change. Um, and obviously that median price um is something you need to be aware of.
0: And the other thing that I'll I'll just say there about local knowledge is sometimes there will be an outlier. And I know in conversations that we might have with property buyers, it's like, yes, but this one sold. In this suburb and that would have been in my budget and then because of our local knowledge we're able to articulate very clearly why that is an outlier and we might know the specific circumstances around why that property may have transacted at a price that appears less than what it would otherwise have transacted for so understanding the story as to why something may have sold cheaper perhaps there was some damage that was unreported there was a building and pest inspection that brought up some issues there was white ant damage um, perhaps there's flood risk that A lot of people might not have uh, thought to check. There might have been some issues with a body corporate scheme if it was something under a a body corporate. So these are the sorts of things that local knowledge and when you're in the market every single week and every single weekend, you get to understand what is transacting. And when you see an outlier, often there is an explanation as to why that has occurred. And we're able to then share that information with our clients.
1: Well, hopefully that's been some useful information. Hopefully we didn't sort of confuse people too much with numbers going everywhere, but Um, Look, if if you're unsure, um, just look. feel free to reach out to the team at Streamline Property Buyers and have a chat to us. More than willing to have a chat. It doesn't cost anything to talk to us. Um, And again, to those people out and about on weekends, we love it when people tap us on the shoulder and say they love the podcast as well. So um, I will let Melinda wrap it up as usual. Um, Thank you very much for listening and um, take care and bye for now.
0: So just to wrap up from my end, I just wanted to leave you with that tip Uh, before you start shopping for property, make sure you understand which compromise you're prepared to make Uh, first. Is it price, location, quality or size? It's going to help you get clarity over um, making a, a transaction sooner and not then missing out on property and and experiencing that opportunity cost of delay, which is the cost that the market continues to shift as you're making your decision about where and what to buy. As always, I hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Brisbane Property Podcast. If you enjoy our content, please subscribe uh, and also don't forget to share your this episode with friends and family. We'd love for you to leave us a review, five stars if possible, but any. Um, review that you feel necessary we look forward to speaking with you again next week bye for now thanks for tuning in today please remember everything we have spoken about on this podcast is generally nature and we always recommend that you obtain independent advice in relation to your specific circumstances if you like today's episode don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review on itunes and of course tell your friends about us